Welcome to How to Trade It, The Road to Trading Mastery. Join Casey Stubbs, a seasoned trader, as he guides you to become a profitable trader. Find actionable insights, real-life stories, and strategies to boost your trading skills. Don't miss the journey to trading victory. Start listening now. Connect with us at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Trading profits are just an episode away. Welcome to the Cashflow Hacking Podcast, where we help people increase their cash flow. We do this by talking to the experts who have a proven financial strategy that has worked for them. We get the inside info with the smartest people by taking a deep dive, asking the right questions, and getting specific action steps that you can use. We study the experts who have defied conventional wisdom, who have unlocked the doors to greater wealth, and we share it with you. For those of you who realize that you're not yet at your full potential, you're underemployed, or you're simply looking to grow your cash flow, this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Cashflow Hacking Podcast, hosted by Casey Stubbs. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Hacking Podcast. And today, I'm really excited to be able to bring on a very good friend of mine, Scott Barkley, who is the founder of the ProAct Traders. Uh, I've known Scott for a long time and done many things with him, and so it's great to be able to have you on the show, Scott. Thanks for coming in. Well, thanks for inviting me, Casey. It's always good to spend any time I can with you. Yeah, so I've actually, I just was thinking about it today, I've actually known you for probably about 10 years. I believe that I actually signed up for your service before I even started anything on my own business. Yeah, it's been a long time. I remember I remember we did meet in Dallas one time, but I don't even know if it was before that or what that we uh, actually started. So, Well, actually, what I did was uh, I signed up for one of your free trials, and you called me at home and did a walkthrough on the phone of your software, and I ended up signing up and was a customer for a couple months. But my problem was I only had a $50 account, and that didn't last very long, and so I had to cancel the service. <laughs> Yeah, we find a lot of people like that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, anyways, it's great having you on. Uh, I've been following you obviously for a very, very long time. Your material is really wonderful. So, tell us a little bit about uh, what it is that you do in in the market and uh, how you got started in this. Well, um, back in uh, the year two thousand, I was uh, working with a, a technology company. I was a director of uh, worldwide sales, traveling all over the world. And my boss was actually my partner, Jerry, at the time. And uh, Jerry got crossways with the owners and he left and uh, everybody that he brought into the company got fired. So here I was, 50 years old in the technology business. And, uh, you know, there are 25-year-olds who would do the business for half of what I would. And so I ended up not being able to find a job at that point. And so uh, I started a little website company and started uh, designing websites. So I was a one-man show, so I'd sell them, I'd build them, I'd chain them, I'd do everything, and I was working 20 hours a day. I was putting bread on the table, but I wasn't making any money. And uh, for about uh, 20 years before that, Jerry and I started a uh, orphanage in Romania. We built an orphanage and we built a uh, summer camp. And uh, I got a call one day from a guy who says, hey, I hear you do a lot of stuff in Romania. 
uh, I'd like to donate a bunch of money to it. So I said, well, let's meet because I'm always interested in somebody who wants to do that. So we met and um, he was a, quite a large sum of money. And so I said, uh, you know, what do you do that you want to give a bunch of money to Romania? And you've never even been there. He said, well, I've learned to sit at my computer and make $2,000 to $20,000 a day. And I went, oh, hold on a minute. I work 20 hours a day at my computer, and I don't even make the low number, let alone the high number. So I asked him, what do you do? And he said, I trade the Forex. Oh, man. I got bitten by the bug right there. So immediately I started downloading DVDs and eBooks and everything I could find on, on trading the Forex. And ultimately I, I, I did pretty well. I, I was able to stop my website business and I ended up working for a company. And once again, I was training all over the world. I, I mean, I, that's what I did. So I ended up training Forex all over the world. But the problem was that their methodology was a five to eight, 10 pip scalp. That's all they ever did. And, um, so as I was doing that, one time I was so in sync with the market, I did 78 trades in a row without a loss. 78 trades without a loss. Of course, the 79th one came, but uh, the reality was that I looked down there and saw how much money I made. I was trading minis, so there weren't any such thing as micros in those days. So I was trading minis, and I looked at how much money I made, and then I said, how much did I risk? And I realized that I had risked like 10 to 1. Although I had been successful during that period of time, I recognized you couldn't be successful long-term. When was I ever going to be so in sync with the market that I would trade 78 trades in a row again? And in fact, it has never happened again. So <laughs> I was right on that. And so uh, I, I did a little research and I went to the company and said, you can't do this. You can't teach people to trade for 5, 8, 10 pips because they won't be successful long-term. But they built a company based on that methodology. They refused to change. And so that meant I had an integrity issue. And so I left. So I left and uh, we started a little uh, club here where I live and ended up with about 14, 16 traders. And we rented a little building on Poker Alley. It was actually on the, on the Chisholm Trail where they used to drive the cowboys to drive the cows up to Kansas City. They would uh, stop there and play poker. That's why it was called Poker Alley. So we rented this little spot up there, and there were 14 of us in there, and we started looking and trying to figure out stuff. And uh, we ended up finding some pretty cool stuff. Then my partner, Jerry, I tricked him, he says, <laughs> into trading the Forex, and he came in. But he's a programmer, and he said, hey, guys, I can program this stuff. And so we began the process of developing charts. Now, our goal was to develop charts for ourselves. We had no intention of doing any business. But the next thing you know, we had a little club that we invent, we started, and everybody paid dues to be in the club. And next thing you know, we had 100, 120 traders trading. And now you got 120 traders. You need redundant servers. Jerry was working with people. A lot of these people, you know, like me, they didn't grow up with computers, and so they had to learn computers, and some of them weren't that adept yet. And anytime you have that kind of situation, you got technology people on the Internet, you got a problem. So Jerry was working eight, 10 hours a day just trying to solve problems for people. And we were a club. And we stopped and said, you know, we either got to get in the business or we got to get out. So we made the decision to get in the business. So that's how Proact Traders ended up coming into fruition is uh, we got drug kicking and screaming into the Forex uh, charting business. But today, you know, fast forward, it's 2019. That was back in the early 2000s. And basically we started in 2004. And in 2004, uh, we started Proact Traders. We ended up uh, now today, we got hundreds and hundreds of traders worldwide. And uh, they still use the same charting system we used back in 2004. It's never been tweaked, never needed to be tweaked. Why? Because Jerry's a mathematical genius. And so the one thing we lacked was we had an educational component. New people would come in and the charts would be dawning, the methodology would be dawning. And so I ended up going back into training. And so we do a live room every day uh, for traders all over the world. And 
that's where we are today, Casey. Wow. <laughs> that's good. So being around since 2004, you do realize that makes you like a dinosaur on the yeah, internet. Yeah, I'm really a, one of the grandfathers in this business. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. <laughs> So. But it also speaks a lot about being able to survive because I could imagine that you've probably seen a lot of people come and go as well. I've seen everything and anything that can be done. I've seen it. You know, fortunately, I have I have traders who have done really well and gone on to own their own hedge funds. Uh, they've gone on and worked for big forex companies and do very well. Some of them are trading big, big money. And uh, but you know, money is not the definition of success. The definition of is success is meeting your goals. And I want to give you an example of that well, one of our traders uh, was a lady, and she had little kids, four or five years old, and they were going to uh, going to go to school. And uh, she was thinking, I got to go back to work. But she didn't want to do that. She wanted to put them on the bus in the morning. She wanted to take them off at night. And she didn't want to pay child care and all that. So she came to me, learned to trade. And that was about 2008, 2009. She's still trading to this day. And her goal was to pay the mortgage, not pay child care, and be there when she put her kids on the bus and be there when the kids came off. And she's done that every month since then. So, you know, what's the definition of success? I consider her one of my most successful traders does she make two, three hundred thousand dollars a year? No, she doesn't. She meets her goals, and that's the definition of success. Scott, I think that's a great definition. And I'll just tell you, I'm kind of a goal-driven person in my life, and uh, nothing feels better than meeting your goals. As a matter of fact, I remember when I first started doing it, I wrote down this whole massive list of things. It just so happened that like five years after I wrote them down, I accomplished almost every single thing on that list. And some of the stuff I even forgot about. And I like was going through files in the basement and I wrote down some of these goals. It's like, wow, I didn't forgot that I even wrote this down. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. um, I got a, a really specific question about um, your methodology. So when you discovered that the scalping was really difficult to make success because, you know, you risk so much money and it just wasn't a really good method to teach, how did you make a transformation from trading that methodology to the current methodology that you are using now? Like, how did you discover it and what did you discover to help you really find success in trading? Well, it's a great question. First of all, there's a saying in any business, but especially in the Forex, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And that's exactly what happened in my life. I consider it a divine uh, ordinance that that's what happened in my life. And when I was ready to move to another thing, the teacher just happenedly uh, appeared. In fact, the, the interesting thing, I was well, when I finally discovered this, I was actually on a, on a teaching um, docket with Jimmy Young, a famous trader. And Jimmy and I were on, a, on the same docket speaking one day. And after we were done with that, we all went, we went out to dinner and he said, let me, let me poke holes in everything you said. And I spent the night listening to Jimmy Young tell me, that's not how you do it. That's not how you do it. If you do that, you're going to get whacked. This is going to do And so that's what started the whole process. And from there, every time I was ready to learn something else. So for instance, I wanted to learn fibs. So I looked around and found the greatest fib master I could find. I called him up and said, uh, I want to learn fibs from a master. He said, okay, fine. I said, how much will it cost me? He said, uh, 3,500 bucks. I went, ooh, okay. <laughs> I said, okay, then how much time will you give me? He said, I'll give you three hours. And that's the way it was back in the early 2000s. You know, we paid a fortune to learn this stuff, all right? But what the good news was, I, I ran into the best fib master in the world, and I still use those fibs today and how he taught me to do them, all right? So at every step in my career, there was always a mentor there 
who had the information I needed. Then later on, I became a training consultant for FXDD and traveled around the world with Greg Michalowski, who's at Forex Live now. Well, Greg was a banker in, in uh, London for 12 years. So traveling around with Greg for three years with a bank trader, do you think I learned a little bit about how the bankers trade? <laughs> you know, that would just be conversation over dinner. And, you know, I learned so much money, so much about the market there. And then, of course, because we had great charts, we were able to see, uh, to my knowledge, we're the only ones in, in the market that uh, have the ability to find out when momentum is actually entering the Forex market. And you know, there's no way to judge volume because, you know, Wall Street can tell you to the share how many shares shaded but in the forex we don't have any idea so jerry was able to find a way to to capture momentum see when the money was actually coming into the market and so then it was simply a matter of finding areas where the market would move well you know bankers you know they don't trade for five eight ten pips those guys are risking millions of dollars trading without stops they're not going to do something unless there's a great reward right there and so they only trade in those areas so in the process of learning things from different places we came up with what we call the wide open spaces do the technical analysis on the charts find the areas where the widest space is or a wide open space is today and then watch as the money comes in money comes in you trade it with the bankers so we're just trying to emulate the bankers uh, i've learned a lot about how bankers trade uh, starting with jimmy young who was a bank trader so uh, it was again it's about being blessed i was blessed from the very beginning i believe it was ordained all the way through there and now it's 18 years later i'm still i'm still alive in the forex business so I'm the grandfather. So hi, everybody. You're my grandkids. <laughs> For somebody that is trying to get into this business now, what would you recommend that they do to be able to get started to ensure that they could do this thing successfully and make some extra cash flow? You said it's about accomplishing your goals, whether it's making a few extra bucks, whether it's saving for retirement or whatever it is they need to be successful and accomplish their goals. So what would you recommend for them? Well, actually, you start right where you just said. Making money for the sake of money is a terrible goal, right? Because when you start losing, you're not meeting your goal. <laughs> That's all there is to it. My goal is going out the window. So uh, Andrew Menneker is a very famous trading psychologist. He taught me this. He said that unless a person has a goal that is other than making money, they won't succeed. You have to find the reason you're making money for. If you're making money because you want a bigger house, great goal. You want to make money because you want to help orphans in Romania, great goal. You want to make money because you want to put your kids on the bus and take them off, great goal. A bad goal is making money. So the first thing is to find out why you want to make money. And the Forex will make you all the money you need to make, all right, just the size of your margin account, all right? It doesn't care about your education, doesn't care about the color of your skin. It doesn't care about any of that kind of stuff. It's a totally uh, neutral market, right? So anybody has the opportunity to be successful there. The problem is that when traders start out, they start out and they go on the internet and the internet is full of marketing things. And, you know, marketers are great people then they know how to do it and they are really good at it. And you suddenly say, man, if I could just make five pips a day with a standard account, I'd be making $50 a day at the end of the, of the month. I'd have my house payment paid because I make $1,500 this month. And you start there but what you're doing is the wrong methodology. See, when you trade for five-day pips, you have to be correct 90% of the time. In other words, you have to be the greatest trader on the planet. What are the odds that you are the greatest trader on the planet? 
they're pretty slim. That's all there is to it. So what you want to do is you want to find a place where you're going to learn what the market actually does as opposed to what you think it does. Everybody thinks it's random. It's not random at all. It's being manipulated by the big boys. 78% of everything you see in a chart is manipulated by the big boys. Okay. So what ends up happening? You got to find out what the big boys do. So what you want to do is you want to go on a journey of fine, like mine, but you want to collapse that time frame and not take four years to do it. You want to collapse it into months instead of years. Find a place where you can learn what the bankers actually do, right? They're out there. Uh, we're one of them. But I'm sure we're not the only one. And find out what they do. Don't fall for, if you just make five-day pips, when you go to a website and a guy's sitting in front of a Lamborghini and he's trying to tell you this, I made this in the Forex. No, he didn't. He had a Photoshop. That's what he had, all right? That's marketing. That's not real world. Go to a place where they're really trying to help traders become successful. So you start there, all right, with real goals that are realistic that you can can get to, all right? Make sure that you're that you've got a yearly goal, you got a monthly goal, a weekly goal, and a daily goal. Make sure that each one of those is meeting the next one up. Your daily goal has to meet your weekly goal. Your weekly goal has to be your monthly goal. The monthly goal has to meet the yearly goal. And that way you can also track your progress, all right? And the other thing to do is get it out of your head that you're going to learn to trade the Forex in three weeks. You can't learn it. All right? there are, the Forex is not complicated. Every single piece of the Forex is easily understood by anybody with average intelligence. But it is complex. And every we call it complexicated. Uh, every day it is complex. There are lots of different pieces that have to come into play. And we call it the real estate of the day when we're looking on a chart. We're looking for what is the real estate of the day? What factors do I need to pull into this to see if there is actually a trade that's there? So, you know, the, the whole process is, and the other thing is, you can't learn it from a DVD. You can get great information from a DVD, but you can't learn it. You can get great information from an ebook, e but you can't learn it. The way you learn it is you go into the charts and you spend, and the rule of thumb is for every hour you spend live, you spend three hours in the past. So think about that. If you were in the market today for two hours trading in the, in the New York session, you got six hours of work today. Will you do that? No, you got a life, you got a JLB, you got to take your wife to lunch, you got to pick up the kids from school. And so every day you fall a little bit far behind. So you got to have a realistic view on what it's going to take to learn it. But listen, when you learn it, you now have a skill that you can trade from anywhere in the world that you have an internet. I've traded from Rome, I've traded from Argentina, from Hawaii, from Bucharest, from London, all over the world I've traded. As long as you have an internet connection, you can make money. And for many of our traders, especially the older traders, what they're trying to do is, re, is, uh, is retire to a place where they don't need to have a lot of money and they can trade. I just had one of our traders just do that, and he, he moved to the Dominican Republic, a full-time trader now living on the beach down there. Wow, that was his goal. He met his goal. It's not easy if you try to do the internet thing. You know, Just stay away from everybody who says, come over here and do five to eight, ten pips. You just run away from that person because you, if you just do the numbers on Excel spreadsheet, you'll realize I can't risk 30, 35 pips to make five and expect that over time I will make money. Those numbers don't work. There's a lot involved in it, right? And I've heard a lot of statistics and I would probably believe it that most of the traders fail. I've heard somewhere in like in the 90 or 95% rate. So if someone's just looking to make some extra money on the side, should they really seriously consider not trying this out just because the learning curve is too difficult or do they have to like say, okay, I'm a person that can handle discipline. Cause it's just like, I think it's probably a lot of discipline involved yeah. um, pushing through perseverance, you know, like even something like people trying to lose weight. A lot of people don't do it, you know, having success in a business, a lot of people, they, they fail. So is, is this something that 
you really need to take a hard look at if you're actually going to try and do it. Yeah, you need to do that. And the thing to remember is, or just a statistic you need to know, there's an average of $440 billion of retail money in the market. Now, you think about that. What is the U.S. stock market going to do today? $167 billion. And the retail traders in the Forex are two and a half times that, right? So 90% of those are going to fail. Now you understand why the brokers and the bankers are in business. <laughs> Right. Because they're going to fail. All right. Why do they fail? Because 90% of them are scalping for five, eight, 10 pips, which you have to be right 90% of the time. There's no way that you can win doing that, that thing. You might be good. Hey, I did 78 trades in a row one time. Well, I was really awesome then, but I had 79 and 80, they lost, you know? So, I mean, that's part of the deal, but you know, again, it comes down to meeting your goals. You know, a lot of people, uh, you know, we, a lot of traders are Forex traders or uh, the older generation. All right. So they're retiring or approaching retirement. And that's Sort of thing. Well, you know, a lot of those guys are paying 50, 60, 80, $100 a week to play golf. So they're blowing $400 a week, not counting the 19th hole and not paying off their bets. And so they're doing that as their retirement. Okay. Wouldn't it be better to take that money and invest it? And it's something that you could do from now until you can't do it anymore. So, you know, we live longer now, you retired 65 or 70, and you're going to live 20 more years with the way things are going. What are you going to do for 20 years? Right? Could you augment your retirement? What would $1,500 make uh, do to your retirement if you're retired? It, it'd change the world. Multi-level companies are based on one thing. The average uh, family uh, is short every month by 500 bucks. All they got to do is do a multi-level and get them $500 a month and not, not losing that person. That's it. The whole business is revolved around that. Okay. So, you know, is it worth it? It's worth it. It's worth it. All right. Will you become a multimillionaire? Well, maybe you could, it's there for you. All right. Will you make hundreds of thousand dollars? Maybe I got traders that do that. Okay. But you know, for the average trader, they're just really, they're making two, $3,000 a month once they learn how to do it and they're waiting till their retirement and they're going to make two, $3,000 a month on their retirement. They're doing great. See? So it's, again, it's all, it goes back to what we started with. What are your goals? So once you define that goal, then you're going to figure out whether you can do it or not. If your goal is to make a million dollars a year, you probably ought to revamp that goal for a while. That doesn't mean you might not get there. You might start off with a much more reasonable goal. Hello, this is Casey, and I wanted to take a minute to tell you about my new book that just came out. It's called Complete trading system. This is my 25 years of trading experience sharing everything that I have learned in how to make a profit from the markets. You're going to learn about how to find the right instruments to trade, how to find a trend, how to get started as beginners. You're going to learn about how to get the right mindset and you're going to be able to put it all together to create a trading system of your own that will work for you. I highly recommend that you try it out. Just click the link right now. It's called Complete Trading System. It's available on Amazon. Thank you. Go ahead and check it out. I think you're going to love it. Okay, I got some really good questions. You, Your answers have been great, but I, I got some more good ones coming. Uh, so I'm really familiar with your software. Uh, I've been connected with you for about 10 years, so I'm really familiar with it. I have heard that the markets are always changing. 
that there are things that are happening, like they get more volatile, the, the patterns change, they stop working because traders figure them out and things like that. You had mentioned earlier that your software has not changed since you originally created it. Is what I hear about the market changing not correct or is your software just able to adjust and handle that? No, the market, the software doesn't adjust. The market only does two things. Well, it actually does three things. It, it trends, it, it ranges, or it reverses. Those are the only three things it does. Now, uh, so statistics show that it only trends 30% of the time, and currently it's only trending about 10 to 15% of the time. So that means that almost at all times you're ranging. But that range is pretty big pretty big range in most cases, okay? So the opportunity is still there. So what you have to learn is how do I train trade in a trending market? Well, first thing you got to do is understand how do I find the structure to know I have a trend? And there are rules about that, very simple. Uh, I have a ranging market. How do I do that? Fine. I, I figure out that. And then and the market is reversing. Well, then we just got to wait, all right? Don't trade it top and bottom. Wait for it to come back down and then trade it through the middle of it. We call it trade in the middle of the watermelon. Remember when you were a kid, you know, your dad cut a watermelon, he cut off the end, said, you want a piece of watermelon, son? What did he give you? The end. What did he take? The right smack <laughs> and have in the middle. That's what he did. So we want yeah, the juicy the piece. Yeah, exactly right. So um, because of that, the, we have a trade set up for each one of them uh, in that market. Okay, that's one thing. But most importantly, another is that momentum, when money comes in to move the market, we're able to capture that. So it doesn't matter if it's ranging, reversing, or trending. When money comes in to accomplish the goal of the big boys. Remember, it's not random. The big boys cannot control the market, but they can manipulate the market. The, the top six banks in London control 62% of all the volume you see. 62% of just six banks. Oh my gosh. All right. So if you just look at a chart and say, wow, 62% of everything I see is done by those six banks. I go to the top 15 banks and it's 78%. All right. So I, I liken it to use an example. You look at a freeway. There's a freeway. It's full of cars. It's rush hour. Right. Every car on there is random. But that freeway isn't random. And those cars are all headed the same direction. Right. If you're not, it's an accident. That's what candles are. They're all trying to go in one direction because they're trying to accomplish the agenda of the big boys. So we got to figure that out. That's what we try to do every day is figure out what are the big boys doing today and why are they doing that? If we can figure that out, then if we find the area where they're most likely to trade, if money comes in to do it, we know the big boys are doing it because 78% of the candles are caused by those big boys. So we're trying to, we're trying to trade with them. Most retail traders are trading against them. They're buying at the top, selling at the bottom, instead of buying, buying at the bottom and selling at the top. It's a trap that happens to everybody. So once you learn how the market moves, okay, what happens to traders is they, they get in the market and they go, okay, okay, it's going up, it's going up. I'm going to go a little further. Okay, okay, it's going up a little bit. Further. Okay, I'm in. What? Because I, now I know it's going up. Well, they just finished the move. Then they come screaming back down. And you go, what happened? The broker stopped me out again. No, the broker didn't stop you out. You bought at the top. The smart money who drove it up there bought it at the bottom. What do I got to learn? How to buy at the bottom, if that's what I'm doing. See, the software is, is it's built to find the targets. We're target traders. That's what we call each other. We're trying to find the targets of the big boys. They're going to run the math. Big boys run the math, Fibonacci sequence, Fibonacci's, all that sort of stuff. They run the math, right? If you, if you go to the bank and you walk in there with a, your Porsche parked outside and your Armani suit and your Kohan shoes and say, hat dog, I want to trade, buddy. Uh, they're not going to let you in. But you drive up there in a Volkswagen with a seersucker suit on and an Oxford pair of shoes and a bow tie, they'll show you to the computer. Here's a million dollars. Let's see what you can do. They're not looking for cowboys. They're looking for conservative people who understand the math. That's what they're looking for. 
Well, I just got a great picture when you talked about the freeway. I never really thought about it before. I'm imagining traders going driving down the wrong way yeah. <laughs> on a freeway, and you know what that's going to equal, major disaster. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's a good, a good analogy. For everybody that's listening that might be interested in finding out about your software or finding about, out about what you do and where you're at, can you tell us how they can find you and get in touch with you? Sure. Uh, we have a website called ProactTraders.com. Got two T's in it, ProactTraders.com. And uh, we have live rooms in the uh, London market and in the New York market. In the London market, one of our traders is a, is a world-famous trader. And in fact, a couple of years ago, he won the Forex Roll Contest. 2,000 professional traders he was with, and he took the first spot, number one spot, with a 2,000% increase in his account or something like that. It's crazy stuff. But anyway, so uh, you can find us there. Uh, you can take a 10-day demo. Cost you nothing. You can download the charts, try them out. You can be in the live room and see if the education is worthwhile. There's over 200 uh, educational videos on our website. So, you know, the traders got plenty to do if they come there. Our goal is always to help a trader get from whatever their level they're at to the next level. And then if they hang around long enough, we'll help you get to the next level and the next level. Uh, that's our whole point. So uh, we, in the live room, there are no dumb questions. We have people come in every day, brand new, and they ask a question that everybody knows, but nobody gets upset because they were once that also. So everybody remembers what it is. We uh, we have a family atmosphere. We don't put up with cussing or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, we have a lot of girls, a lot of girls. And the girls, by the way, can trade better than the boys. It's a known fact that girls can trade better than boys. They have built-in stuff that you and I don't have. My wife can go to the mall and she can, tr she can try on 20 blouses and come home with none. I go in a mall, I find one shirt in my size, and I buy three of the same color. I go to the cashier, and I'm out of there in 10 minutes. All right? She could spend half a day in there. Well, the same thing happens with traders. The females will sit there and go, <laughs> my trade's not here yet. I'll wait for that. <laughs> so, yeah, we'd love to have yeah. you join us. Uh, it's you know it's it's a great atmosphere. I think you'll find what we're if we're a right fit, then you'll know that. And if we're not, then well, hey, maybe we'll help you get to where it is uh, where you have the right fit. All right. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show, Scott. Really appreciate having you. It's glad to be here, Casey. It's always good to it's always good to do almost anything with you. I said almost though. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. it's been great to be friends for all these years, and uh, you know we look forward to seeing. Uh, where the future takes us. All right. Well, I highly recommend, Scott, if you guys are interested in learning about trading the Forex market, the currency markets, go ahead and check out his site, ProactTraders.com. All of the information that we talked about will be in the show notes. The links will be in the show notes. You can go ahead and get his free trial. Highly recommend you try it out. And if you like the show, enjoy getting these uh, cash flow strategies, please leave us a comment on uh, Apple Podcasts and uh, give us a review. Okay, well, thank you, and we'll see you next time. You have been listening to the Cashflow Hacking Podcast. Thank you. I hope that you will take some action steps on the information that you learned in today's episode. It is critical that you don't just learn, but that you actually do something about the information you learned. Go back and listen again and write down what you're going to do about what you learned today. It just might change your life. If this podcast was beneficial to you, please go to iTunes and search Cashflow Hacking Podcast and leave a review. Also, if you want more financial tips and wisdom and you want to interact with me directly, you can always follow me on Twitter. Just search for Casey Stubbs. 
Thank you for listening to the Cashflow Hacking Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another insightful episode of How to Trade It with Casey Stubbs. We hope you found today's discussion valuable and inspiring. Remember, the road to trading mastery is a continuous one, and your commitment to learning and growing as a trader is the key to your success. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes, please reach out to us at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Keep listening, keep learning, and keep trading your way to victory. Until next time.